Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. This is a Shares for Beginners quick tip. Essential lessons. Questions answered. What's time horizon arbitrage? And how does growing up on a farm prepare you for dealing with stress? Time can be your best friend in markets and not doing the wrong thing at the wrong time. In this quick tip, Steve Johnson, Forager Fund's Chief Investment Officer, explains how he likes to use time in investing. Most people are really trying to predict what a share price is going to do over the next six months at the longest. And that's particularly the case in in professional funds management land. A lot of people can't afford to underperform the market over a period of time. So I think a lot of my best investments have been stocks where I didn't even have an informational edge, where every investor would look at it and say, I see that this business is worth more, but they didn't see a catalyst or they didn't want to ride through a period where the stock might not perform uh, in order to realise that value. So I think one of the advantages we have as a business is our clients think very long-term. We've tried to attract people like that. They're mostly direct relationships with us. So people have come to us because they like what we're doing. We've said to them it needs to be a minimum of five years and when things are not working out for periods of time, they don't run for the exits. So I think that's one of the biggest psychological, I guess, advantages that we have is that we are genuinely able to look five years down the track and say, what is this business going to be worth rather than worrying about how we perform over the next six to 12 months. And it's not easy to set your business up that way. It's very important if you want to think long-term that you have alignment between your clients, between your philosophy, and even behind your business. I see a lot of funds management companies that are just underfunded in terms of their own cash and their own ability to ride out that period of time. So we've worked really hard to try and align those things. I think I'm a natural contrarian. So I'd say our biggest psychological edge is our ability to perform in really dysfunctional markets. You know, March of 2020, 2009, we had a mini meltdown in 2016 as well. I think you see us at our best when everyone else is running for the exits. Again, there's some structural reasons to that, but I also think there's just some emotional wiring factors at play. I grew up on a farm. We lived through a lot of cycles and through a lot of floods and droughts and all sorts of problems, and perhaps that just wires you, I think, to handle stress in a better way. But I think most people that have worked with me would say that I generally don't get particularly stressed about financial markets. I get more stressed about people and, you know, if our business is going through a difficult patch, I worry a lot about people's careers and and the fact that I feel responsible for those people. But when it comes to stock price movements, I don't get that same anxiety about share prices falling. 
That's a really interesting thing about your background on farming. I guess it's that idea is you're going to have some bad years, you're going to have floods, you're going to have uh, fires, and then there's going to be that bumper crop that's going to make up for all of those years. That's really informed the way you think, is it? Yeah, and a a lot of my best clients, I think, are are farmers as well. I think that concept of cyclicality, it's not always right, right? I think you've seen with a lot of tech stocks over the past 10 years that people have been assuming some sort of reversion to the mean constantly and they've just kept growing and kept outperforming. So I think sometimes you need to recognise that not everything does move in a cycle. Some of these things are structural over long periods of time. But I just think that capacity to to recognise that things are going to be different in six months' time and 12 months' time. And it's usually Jeremy Grantham's got a really, really, really good saying that I always pull out in a crisis. He says, the market never turns when there's light at the end of the tunnel. It turns when it's just a shade less dark than it was the day before. And you really need to recognise that. You're only going to get these market meltdowns at a point in time where people are extremely uncertain, you know, to sit there and say, I'm going to wait until there's clarity here around the future is just mad because as, as we've seen, by the time there's clarity, then nobody's going to be selling you stocks for stupid prices. And that's really about the psychological edge because it's really difficult. Everyone else is panicking. It's really easy to take on that panic yourself and not take advantage of what's being offered at the time. But you seem to be able to look past that and um, be psychologically prepared for it. Yeah, and I would say a lot of our clients have recognised that it's very hard to do. And if it wasn't hard to do, we wouldn't have the markets in the state that they're in, right? (laughs) If everyone was just going to buy, then the share prices wouldn't be where they were. It has to be. And some of that is structural. You know, when you've got leverage in the system, you've even got people that want to do the right thing that can't do the right thing because they're getting margin calls or they're running hedge funds that are imploding and they're having to take risk off the table at the worst possible time. So there is definitely a structural element to us yeah, we listed our Australian fund back in 2016. It, it was open-ended and where people could put their money in and take it out whenever they felt like it. And we thought this issue was so important that we actually closed the fund and listed it on the stock exchange. So now you buy and sell units from other people and it's been trading at a discount to its net asset value for much of the past couple of years now. And that's something that I'm not happy with and we need to fix. But when I look back at March of 2020, we had every single cent in that fund invested in the market and we were out there selling things that had held up and buying things that were cheap. And the fund delivered more than 100% return out of that period. And I think the structural element to us not having to worry about redemptions was really important. So you need to structure your portfolio so that you don't have leverage and never a forced seller. And then you need to have the psychological wherewithal to say, okay, this is bad and it's uncertain and there are problems, but the whole market here is down 50%. Am I getting more than compensated for that uncertainty at today's prices? And we are pretty good at saying, yes, that is the case. We're often too early. You know, we're often fully invested when the market's down 30 and it goes down 50, but stepping in the right direction in those periods of time is really important. I think for investors, not stepping in the other direction is more important you know, not going to cash in those periods of time. If you want to earn decent returns out of the stock market, you need to get yourself to the point where you're not doing something dumb at those times of of high stress. You can add a lot of value if you can do the right thing, but not doing the wrong thing is, is probably more important. At least have the fortitude to sit on what you've got at those points in time. If you found this podcast helpful, please tell a friend, especially if it's someone who needs to start thinking about investing for their future. You'll be helping them and helping me to keep this show on the road. 
Stocks for Beginners is for information and educational purposes only. It isn't financial advice and you shouldn't buy or sell any investments based on what you've heard here. Any opinion or commentary is the view of the speaker only, not Stocks for Beginners. This podcast doesn't replace professional advice regarding your personal financial needs, circumstances or current situation. And thank you for listening to my podcast. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.